Welcome to JP's Political Matrix on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash JP to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And welcome everybody to JP's Political Matrix. We are so glad you're here. We being me, myself, and Ryan, who's producing the show. What is up, everybody? So What's up, glad, JP? So glad you're here. I really am glad you're here. We've got a lot to talk about today. So excited that everybody joined us. Uh, first thing, we're going to kick this show off with something uh, It just blows my mind. By the way, it, does anybody remember the name? I just want to start with this. George Floyd. Just curious. Who's that? Just, just wondering if anybody remembers that. Ryan, do you remember George Floyd? Uh, was, was he a guy exactly. back in the 90s? He was a guest star uh, on Friends or something? <clears throat> no, I'm not talking about uh, George Burns either. Uh, oh, not yep, George not, Burns, nope, but there's him. a guy named George Floyd. Interesting. George Floyd, yes. Apparently, um, <clears throat> we're, we're to remember him. In, in Portland, here's how they're remembering him. They're burning Bibles now. They're burning Bibles, the American flag. So here's a story from Breitbart. Let me just share with you guys. We'll get us uh, kicked off here. Portland protesters burn Bibles, American flags, in the streets. Uh, this was August 1st. So I just want to reiterate that apparently this is a part of, when they say protesters, this is a part of, I, I think you can trace this back to a gentleman named George Floyd. Um, just wanted to, wanted to see if everybody was remembering that. But okay, back to the story. Protesters flocked to the Justice Center and the federal courthouse in Portland again on Friday night, lighting fires and burning American flags and Bibles in the streets. According to the Portland police, which did not engage with demonstrators. We'll come back to that. The crowd lit several fires, including a large bonfire in the middle of the street in front of the federal courthouse. <clears throat> mm -hmm. One video even shows up protesters feeding a small fire with Bibles which were engulfed in flames. That's what happens when you light things on fire. But the fact that Portland police... Can you guys believe this? Everybody, really, did it stick out to you like it did me? Which did not engage with demonstrators. The police didn't even engage them. So apparently, to start a fire, uh, sorry, let me let me say it correctly, a, and I quote, a large bonfire in the middle of the street. So apparently that's legal now in Portland. <clears throat> the, the police will sit there and watch you enjoy your weenie roast while uh, they do nothing. So th this is what's going on in Portland. And, and I'm with one uh, comment here. One, one person out there said, I don't know what burning the Bible has to do with protesting against police brutality. Exactly. I don't get it either. I'm not sure what's going on, except that uh, this is, again, guys, we've said it here before, and we're going to continue to reiterate this is good versus evil. This is it's exactly what's happening. And the world is is gone mad, and these lunatics are out there in the middle of the street being paid, I guess, three, four dollars maybe not even that much by george soros to come in they're bussing them in they're dropping pallets of bricks and and uh bringing items for them to utilize in in their in their peaceful protest is anyone else sick of hearing about peaceful protest as well there's nothing peaceful about any of this it is absurd and i understand every one of you including myself we are getting absolutely up to our eyeballs sick and tired of this when are we going to step up, stand up, get out there, surround them, and send them crying, whining, and just sucking their thumbs, get them out of there, let them wet their diapers, get them out with dirty diapers, send them on home for mom to change them? When are we going to do that? When are we going to stand up and do that? I'm just tired 
of these guys, we're, we're empowering them with our silence. And by standing still and letting the bully, which, by the way, one good sock in the nose, and that bully's gone home crying to mama. We all know that. That's how bullies operate. These guys are collectively, they think they're strong, and all they are is a collective movement that's being allowed to, to, to show their anger and hate and bitterness towards America because they haven't gotten something for nothing. And they're, I guess that's what they're fighting for now. Not even sure. Not even sure. Because none of them, none of them, let me tell you, go do this in China. You'll be, what, uh, Tiananmen Square. You'll be run over by a tank. So they're, they're, they're shooting themselves in the foot, ultimately. But still, we need to surround them. And, and again, you've got to, there, there's this fine balance, you know, uh, trusting God in all of this. It's hard. But you're looking at this, and you're going, okay, God's in control, and what's being the good that's coming of all of this is, I think, awareness. They're being exposed for what they are and who they truly serve, and uh, not only themselves, but evil. And they are the. Uh, there's going to be an uprising. I believe the silent majority is holding their 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 tongue, if you will, and holding themselves back because we have self control, and we're going to see what happens with the election. But after that, there will come law and order. The day will come where we're all collectively going to say, enough. And I believe this election will be, um, will be a collective majority like you've never seen coming to the defense of this country and standing behind our re-elected president, Donald J. Trump. And that is going to empower him, and he will have what he needs to shut down all of this. And <clears throat> I do mean shut down, shut down with the National Guard, with the military, with whoever it needs to be. But it's also going to be the people. The people are going to step in and say, enough's enough, and we're going to start showing up at these street corners. We're going to start collectively showing up. I'm still waiting you know, to get on... Uh, you know, uh, and and follow in behind a group of bikers. I cannot wait to see the day when the bikers just say, all right, enough. You know, I'm still waiting for the mafia to take back their streets in New York. I think when, 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 when they start seeing these criminals, the organized criminals, seeing these, these rioters, these, these children taking away the income <laughs> of the, uh, of the white-collar criminals, the white-collars are going to be done with it. I mean, at some point, they're going to click and, and flip over. And then the bikers, who are just great Americans, these people love America, and they are all about America. And they are going to come collectively to enforce, and they're going to shut these kids down as well. I, th I see that happening. I'm just not sure why it hasn't happened yet, except for we're collectively holding on, having self-control, letting it play out, and let them expose themselves before the election. After that, November 4th, and by the way, re-election hits, and, 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 and Donald Trump continues to backfill judges and, and judicial uh, seats with conservatives, and, and then we go after and, and fill the Supreme Court. Uh, these things are on the, on the table. That's why it's just chaos right now, and it's going to be berserko land until the election. And then, after the election... They're, the people are going to run and hide. The roaches will go run and hide because the light switch will come on. It'll be over. Donald J. Trump will have nothing to lose. He'll be able to run full steam ahead. Right now, he's got to hold on 
play his cards right because the media, it's still the media versus us. It's everybody in the media against Donald Trump. And we all know that. It's, it's, it's 2016 all over again. Even the polls, which are an absolute joke. But uh, they're showing the same numbers that Hillary Clinton had as far as the lead. Now, some there's some outliers that say, well, of course, they're outliers according to the mainstream media because it shows uh, President Trump ahead of Joe Biden, <clears throat> who's lost his mind. This is a whole, whole other show. We'll talk about that in, in uh, some shows upcoming. But bottom line is they're burning Bibles in Portland, and this is absolutely absurd, has nothing to do with George, George Floyd any longer. It's about taking control. It's about chaos. It's about, um, uh, it's all scripted, by the way. And they're doing this in, in certain towns. They're trying to do this in Austin. It's trying to come to Texas. And I believe that the Austin PD is is not going to have much of it. And if they do, I guarantee you the folks uh, around Austin are going to come to play uh, real games and award real prizes for these stupid games that these guys are playing. And that's going to come from the surrounding areas of Austin where uh, the Austin PD may be a little bit lax. And as we're waiting to see, we're waiting to see what they do because uh, we know in Texas that Austin's the bastion of liberalism and they're all just a bunch of, uh, you know, throwbacks, hippies, and they believe that uh, big government's a solution and, uh, you know, everything's good, everything's relative. Well, that mindset's also in downtown Houston. I know we've seen it, but hopefully people are waking up. Uh, but Austin, everyone knows, is the bastion of liberalism for Texas. And so they go there probably thinking we'll be welcome. I don't know. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. So, uh, you know, our prayers go out to those people. And uh, you know what? God's going to have his day. God's going to have his day. Well, I tell you, Ryan, uh, our next story, uh, again from Breitbart, this one has to do with those doctors uh, being silenced. They come out and they talk about an actual concoction or cocktail, we'll call it, of medications that are... That are um, having fantastic results. The efficacy towards the COVID-19 virus uh, for the cocktail that these doctors mentioned is fantastic. It's fantastic. And, and the media created a, uh, some sort of uh, facade wall in front of hydroxychloroquine as a useful remedy for COVID-19 because of big pharma. We realize that. But we also know um, that it takes away power from those people that are trying to actually uh, monetize this this disease through vaccines or whatnot. Uh, but with that, um, I know uh, through Breitbart, let me just give you an idea of what happened the other day. So, uh, so everybody, this is uh, Breitbart, Facebook, Google, and YouTube, Twitter as well. Censor viral video of doctors, Capitol Hill coronavirus press conference. Okay, July 27th, this article came out, and absolutely, uh, they took down Breitbart's video of this conference, and this thing was blown, it was blowing the doors off of views. It was over 17 million views at the time. I, th I think it was like, an, I don't even know, um, a couple of days maybe? It was just absolutely the one of the most viral things on Facebook as well, but uh, they pulled it down. Uh, and, you know, citing misinformation. What an absolute, absolute joke. So here, here's a little bit of an introduction to the folks that were there, in case you're not sure they had any street cred about them. Thank you so much, Congressman. 
So we're here because we feel as though the American people have not heard from all the expertise that's out there all across our country. We do have some experts speaking, but there's lots and lots of experts across the country. So some of us decided to get together. We're America's frontline doctors. We're here only to help American patients and the American nation heal. We have a lot of information to share. Americans are riveted and captured by fear at the moment. We are not held down by the virus as much as we're being held down by the spider web of fear. That spider web is all around us and it's constricting us and it's draining the lifeblood of the American people, American society and American economy. That's absolutely right. It is. And let me tell you, these doctors are on the front line. And uh, this event, uh, according to the Breitbart article, hosted by the organization America's Frontline Doctors, a group founded by Dr. Simone Gold, who is a board-certified physician and an attorney. We call that overachievement. And made up of medical doctors, they came together to address what the group calls a massive disinformation campaign about the coronavirus. So... That's, these are the folks that uh, Facebook said, oh, they don't have any credibility. Yeah, we're going to pull them down. They don't know what they're talking about. And, and uh, you know, the cocktail they were discussing, they went on to talk about that, actually, and, and went on. This was apparently a conference that was held, and this was the press conference that resulted of what they had covered over, I think, a couple of days or whatnot of discussions and whatnot about, you know, what they're seeing, what's working, what's not working. It sounds like a great program, you know. Hey, let's collectively bring everyone together that's on the front lines and talk about what's working, not working, and let's share the best practices across the country to help save lives. Makes sense, right? You and I understand that. Okay, well, not if you're in this for power, and it's a good versus evil, and it's big government, and it's big pharma, and it's things like this, and it's a part of the swampland that Donald Trump is trying to drain But the concoction, excuse me, cocktail, I like to say even better, hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc, they go on to discuss that. They go on to discuss that cocktail is exceptionally effective uh, towards uh, uh, reducing the uh, virulence uh, or the the strength of the the COVID-19 virus. All right? It's taking care of business. And these are drugs. These are all generic products that are out there for pennies on the dollar, relatively speaking. So for a complete, from my understanding, a complete treatment of the cocktail, under 200 bucks, under $200. Okay, people absolutely could take and put all of this in their cabinet for the price that they're, you know, include this in the, uh, the, the package deal that they're doing for all of America. Why don't we just include everybody a, a, a treatment of this? It's under 200 bucks. Hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, which everyone should know as the Z-Pack, and zinc. These things are effective. Everyone knows it. This was being discussed long ago. It's just now gotten so loud that no one could ignore it, and the doctors are actually saying, yes, it's working, and we've got to, to discuss this because it's such a simple solution to what is and has become a very complex problem. So... Every year, I, we all agree, and let's uh, remember, nobody screams, yells, cries, pouts about the, oh, 60,000-plus that die every single year of the common flu, which, by the way, does attack children and takes children's lives as well, where the COVID-19 has taken about 150,000 lives. I get it. That's a lot. Uh, however, 
Um, it is not taking the lives of children. It is affecting the elderly and uh, those with comorbidities, which they go on, these frontline doctors go on to discuss exclusively the comorbidity. Uh, okay, what that simply means is you have more sickness. You, are, you have diabetes along with your heart disease. Now you have COVID-19. Okay, your comorbidities or your other diseases are diabetes and heart disease. Those are alongside or the comorbidities to the COVID-19. People that have those underlying diseases are more at risk. We know that. That Everybody knows this, okay? So the fact is that we're testing a lot of people. These frontline doctors discussed this. They discussed the comorbidity situation and issue and that the elderly and those that are more frail, absolutely, obese, obesity has uh, something to do with it as well, are more, uh, are going to be more apt to a, 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 a negative outcome with the COVID-19, all right? Now, I'm not saying uh, with or without the cocktail. I'm just saying that's how it is. Um, also, it is the, they discussed this in their meeting as well, that the it's a low mortality rate that everybody's needing to be looking at. The low mortality rate is exceptionally important, okay? Not many people are dying of this disease. Yes, a lot of people have been exposed to it. A lot of people are coming down with it. This whole discussion, if you hear more jargon called herd mentality, what they're talking about is collectively as a people, they are becoming immune and building antibodies to this whole COVID-19 just by existing, being around it. You guys ever go to a chicken pox party? Okay, it's kind of like that. Now, I'm not equating it to that. I'm not saying it's not virulent. It's not, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to hurt somebody. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying herd mentality is what that means. You're around people. You catch it. You get the antibodies. You, you make it through. And, and you, you, you know, there are people that are asymptomatic that have the antibodies now, and they're donating their plasma to help find the vaccine, anti, you know, whatever that is that's going to be the outcome of that. But the antibodies are there in people who did not show any kind of of symptoms. They were asymptomatic for the COVID-19, right? Okay, well, low mortality rate, that's what that's a part of. And the herd mentality is these people getting it, not knowing they had it, now show up with antibodies. Oh, I must have caught it. I had a cough, and I guess I had sniffles a couple you know, weeks ago, months ago. Oh, wow, that may have been COVID-19. Okay, well, that is happening today. It's a very low mortality rate. Mortality rate, again, being those that died from this. It's very low. Very low. And I think it's like 99.8% survival rate. So whatever it is, it's, it's, I'm in the ballpark. That should tell you how low the mortality rate is. It's very low. And we're seeing, obviously, a lot of cases because we're testing so many people. We're testing a lot of people, so the result's going to be a lot of people showing up with it. Okay? But... Again, you're also testing people with symptoms. There's asymptomatic people out there walking around with it that don't find a need to go test, be told, hey, you have it, go home and quarantine for two weeks, and now you're on our list, and we're going to have a tracker trace you around town. Nobody wants to do that. So these uh, back to these doctors. They were silenced. 
Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, these people, it's unbelievable what's going on with these. Uh, that's why they're all up on Capitol Hill talking about, you know, what's going on with their, their companies, because they are being found out. I'm telling you, the light is shining on these big, big social media companies, and there's, there's other, uh, there's competition coming. That's a beautiful thing, by the way. We're not China. Okay, we're America, and we're going to have competition show up, and it's going to to be a great thing. Uh, Parler, everybody, leave Twitter, go to Parler. Okay, there it is. I don't work for Parler. I'm not ad- they don't advertise here, but everybody get on Parler and get rolling because that's where everybody's gone to. That's where everybody's going. Twitter is a joke. They're going to censor you. They're going to censor the people that you want to hear from. They're going to censor the, the people that uh, you want to hear yourself. Okay, and you may not know. It's called Shadow. Right, shadow, um, uh, shadow. What is that? What's that? Shadow banning. Shadow banning. There it is. I'm here for you. Another jargon word. Yeah, man. Sometimes I can't remember. Yeah, me too. Shadow banning. Right, right. Need another cup of coffee. But shadow banning. Yeah, absolutely. You you post something, you don't know if it went to your followers or not because they've shadow banned you. It went into a little closet over in the corner. Never got to your people. Shadow banned. Yep, you didn't know it. They were doing that. So just crazy. But these doctors that were silenced, hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc. That's the cocktail. It works. The, the, the efficacy of this to allow people to, to clear up, feel so much better. And this, this, this uh, you know, uh, pneumonia uh, COVID-19 uh, is reduced in its uh, ability to uh, basically, let's just say, the, its ability to make you sick by somebody jumping in on hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc early on. And by the way, one more thing. Hydroxychloroquine's been out forever. It's a malaria product. And uh, for, for malaria and these countries, that's why there was, in the beginning, all these maps showing, uh, wow, these countries that take malaria, hydroxychloroquine, are, are not seeing any of the COVID-19 spreading anywhere in their country. It's really interesting. Absolutely right. Hydroxychloroquine, which is, by the way, a, a generic product's been out for, uh, man, I, I want to say it's been out <laughs> I can't tell you how many years it's been out. Uh, it's either uh, it, it's, it's about sixty five. I thought sixty five yeah. years, but I started thinking about that. I'm like, that just can't be, because the way the media is acting, it's like, oh, it's a brand new drug; it'll kill you. Wait, wait, wait. No, not true. These doctors are giving this product, treating with this product, and seeing fantastic results and having no issues, no side effect side effects. I've heard of none. I mean, it is literally, it's like taking uh, an allergy medicine as far as its side effect profile over, you know, relatively speaking, it is very benign as far as a product and side effect profile. Hydroxychloroquine works. Azithromycin, again, it's an antibiotic, but it is generic. It's inexpensive. It's proven, again, has a very low, you know, side effect uh, you know, adverse events, very low. Zinc, well, you can get that at the store, okay? You can drop some zinc. It's been proven to lower the effectiveness. You ever heard of Coldies? That product right there. That is a zinc-based product that's allowing zinc into your system and into your mouth, etc. and it is killing the virus germs and shutting down the cold from uh, just exacerbating into some real bad cold where you're, you're really hurting. No, no, it, it, it slows and, and lowers the amount of time that that cold is going to be experienced by somebody who's taking that coldies product, okay? It's, it works great. So that concoction, that cocktail, is what these doctors were silenced. Why do you think they were silenced? Who, who'd want to silence them? 
Could it be the big pharma who's creating a vaccine? I mean, there's so much. Let me tell you, this is ripe, ripe, so ripe for conspiracies, and they are everywhere. The conspiracies are blowing up. You know why? Because this is ripe for a conspiracy. This is ripe for so many different angles of conspiracy, uh, from big government, big pharma, what's going on, Bill Gates. The the everything is it has its 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 tentacles out there. And you know what? There's probably a little bit of truth to a lot of these conspiracies that are out there. Not sure how much truth. Not sure how much will come to fruition. Not sure how much um, is anchored in in sound uh, truth, but it is ripe for conspiracy when the four leading uh, social media companies, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, are absolutely pulling down frontline doctors who are saying, we're seeing success, here's what we're seeing, this is not true what the media is saying, and they pull that down. Guys, this is, this is getting out of hand. Crazy. All right, so go look that up. Find it for yourself. But uh, these social media folks, they need to be put in their place. Oh, Ryan. Okay, so we've got a story from National Review. Uh, It goes like this. July 31st, 2020 comes out. Epstein accuser Virginia Giffrey claims Bill Clinton stayed on private island with two young girls. I don't believe that. William, things are getting hot, my friend. You may want to lawyer up. Oh, wait, are you... I didn't know if he was still if he got his law uh, license back from the Lewinsky thing. Anyway, I guess he may maybe he did, but uh, I'm sure he'll need someone better than than himself. But uh, yeah, things are heating up there with the Epstein uh, accuser that's out there, and now you've got Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> oh yeah, let me read a little bit from this article uh, from National Review. Former President Bill Clinton traveled with Jeffrey Epstein to his private island and stayed there with two young girls from New York, according to a recently unsealed interview of prominent Epstein accuser Virginia Roberts Giffrey. Mm, does not look good. In fact, Giffrey then said, uh, she said that orgies, quote, were a constant thing that took place, unquote, on the island, but did not say specifically whether Clinton was involved. Okay. The document was released with others as part of unsealing in the case against Epstein's former girlfriend and alleged accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell, who has pled not guilty to charges that she recruited and groomed girls for the dead financier to sexually abuse. Wow. Last year, Clinton denied ever visiting Epstein's island, Little St. James, and said through a spokesman that he knows nothing about Epstein's crimes. But he acknowledged flying with Epstein on his private jet on four trips from 2002 to 2003, which, quote, included stops in connection with the work of the Clinton Foundation, close quote. Very interesting. So four times inside of a year, you fly on a private jet with Epstein. Hmm. Included some stops, of course, in connection with the work of the Clinton Foundation. Oh, wait, is that the foundation where Haiti happened and they stepped in and got a whole bunch of government money and became the middleman and then the money never got to Haiti for help and assistance for those people who lost everything that they didn't have to begin with? Interesting. The Clinton Foundation. Yep, yep, yep. Lots going on with the Clinton Foundation. 
pretty sure that uh, se- Russian secrets have been uh, have funded the Clinton Foundation. Uh, Chinese uh, secrets sold to China uh, funded the Clinton Foundation. There's just a lot going on there with the Clinton Foundation. I mean, I'm just saying. You could probably look it up. So, yeah, four times in a year. Let's put that in perspective. Four different times Bill Clinton goes to an airport. You don't go through, you know, um, the lines like the public do. You don't go through the the TSA. You, you go in a car around to the little private area of the airport where private jets are held and or a smaller airport. You get out. You go over. You walk right into the side of this beautiful jet, get in, and uh, take off. So four times he did that. Four times. Hmm. Seems a little fishy to me. I think, uh, and by the way, this uh, Virginia Giffrey says that she saw Clinton on the island. Interesting. With two young girls, by the way. And young, I don't know if that's relative here. That actually may mean, you know, young. That's what it's known for. <sighs> what a dirtbag. Yeah, you know, Ryan, uh, this is getting legs. Nobody's letting this go. And I'll tell you what. Back to social media, you know something, and and I don't want to touch on this too long, but (laughs) TikTok has actually become uh, just you start liking a few good things and you'll start unloading. TikTok will start feeding you, uh, whether it be uh, TikTok church or whether it be all about pro-Trump. I mean, TikTok has become actually an amazing uh, outlet for pro-Trump Christians to share their viewpoints. It is awesome. And you know what? It's time to take a stand. No more silence, all right? Jesus Christ is the answer, and he's always going to be the answer, and that's how it is. Good versus evil. And the evil one, man, he is up in arms, and that's what it's. That's what's happening here. And this kind of scumbag, scumbag action, this kind of disgusting stuff that's going on with Epstein's island, and, and Ghislaine Maxwell is about to spill the beans if she hasn't already, uh, discussing Bill Clinton specifically. He's just one of many. Oh, it's just coming out. All of these celebrities that have been on the island, and, and the island is only good for one thing, and, and these, these pedophiles and these, these the sex trafficking that's going on, it's just, it's so deep and wide. It's just unbelievable. Tip of the iceberg here, ladies and gentlemen, tip of the iceberg, and Clinton just happens to be one of the biggest names, so it's, uh, he's getting a lot of the action, which is great. I hope he gets the attention. This is the kind of attention he he should have gotten a, a long time ago. Uh, the Clinton Foundation is an absolute criminal organization. It's a way of f- just funneling money to these guys, and it's it's just all a big mess. Donald J. Trump is draining the swamp. This is the kind of swamp drainage uh, that we are talking about right here, shining the light. You know, he was an, he he left the elite life as a billionaire to do this to the country so that he could give his paycheck every quarter to a fantastic. Um, you know, uh, uh, whatever, (laughs) you know, he could give his money to some kind of uh, service-oriented program, uh, usually to the vet, veterans programs, uh, etc. But those uh, are the, he left that elite, and he's talked about the secret clubs that are out there. He knows all about this, and he is shining a light on it. He's the one that's going to do it. He's, uh, no one gave him money. Do you remember he did not raise money? He used his own money. He didn't take money from, from people that would be telling him how to run his presidency, and he's doing this again. You know he's taking? $50 from me, $50 from you. That's what he's taking, and it's helping him. 
and it's adding up to a lot, a lot of money. We need to keep giving to all of those conservative Republicans that are helping Donald Trump with uh, the judicial's uh, seats that he's filling with the, the upcoming Supreme Court decision. We've got to win this election. It is absolutely mandatory. If he's going to continue to drain the swamp the way that, that we're talking about, with Barr coming out and the Durham report, all these things that are going to be able to have legs and actually take and, and really sink their teeth into the evil that's happening in America and that has been controlling uh, America for so long, the, 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 the swamp, right, if you will. And, and, and just like this, Bill Clinton's going to have more and more light shine on It's going to get so hot and heavy on him. Uh, it is, it is some, some, something's going down. Something is going down for the whole world to become aware of the things that they're becoming aware of that used to were in the dark. Let me tell you, man, people are being found out, and they're being found out in a big, big way. And Bill Clinton's one of them. And uh, there's many of them. And you've heard all the names. You've heard Tom Hanks and Oprah and Ellen DeGeneres. And you've heard these people's names inside of uh, and attached to the Epstein Island uh, and, and what has gone on there. And, and man, I don't know. I think that these names are being thrown about. I'm not sure why out there on social media, et cetera. Um, I'm seeing them. And, and I don't know. We're going to wait and see what happens. Uh, how much of it is, again, this is ripe for conspiracy as well, and the conspiracies have tentacles, and I'm sorry for those folks that, that might get wrapped up in it, but you should have watched out who you hung out with. You should have thought about it. 25 years ago, you know, Donald J. Trump banned Jeffrey Epstein from his island. I'm sorry, from his island. Yeah, absolutely he did. But no, he, he banned him from our lago Said, uh, heck to the no. I don't want you anywhere near my place. And he uh, alerted the authorities to that guy and what was going on. So, you know, he, he had a, a thought 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago, about what this guy was up to and about what was going on and did not agree with it. And that says a lot about his character. And by the way, any of those, those of you that are confused and not sure about the character of Donald J. Trump, just look at his kids. Oh, by the way, look at your own. But look at his kids. I don't see his kids on drugs. I don't see his kids all tatted up. I don't see his kids uh, acting out. In fact, I see them with a freaking heck of a work ethic. I see them out there uh, uh, living life as normal as I guess you can as a billionaire's kid. But they're working hard. They're doing what's right. They're raising families. No one's perfect. Look in the mirror before you start throwing judgment. Yeah, go look at your own kids, huh? What have you done right? What have you done wrong? Why don't you look at yourself? That's the problem with this whole Antifa bunch of kids. They're a bunch of spoiled brats, never told they were done anything wrong. They all got participation awards, and now you've got a bunch of narcissists that are absolutely clueless. What does work mean? They don't know. But they're out there just destroying things, thinking that they're a part of something big. They're not even sure what that is. They're uneducated. Half of them that have degrees are living back at home, don't know what the degree was for or why they have it, don't know what to do with it. I don't know how many sociologists we need in the world, what they're going to do with that. But anyway, this is the result. This is a result of prayer out of school, no spanking in schools, corporal punishment's gone. It happened. The generation after mine, oh yeah, I was spanked. Oh my gosh, I was spanked. I had a I remember just, and, and by the way, this was for chewing gum or talking in class or being late or disrupting, whatever. Those were, the, those were like the offenses, right, of the day back when I was in school. So I was public schooled all the way through. And 
uh, I remember the coach. I remember he pulled out a paddle, and heck, yes, the rumors were true. I had done something in class. That math teacher got with my coach, football coach. He said, hey, I'll see you at, P- at uh, you know, P.E. And uh, sure enough, I go in there. He's like, come see me. I went in there, and I got three pops. And did you know he pulled out that wooden plank, and it sure enough had three drilled holes in it so that the air would flow right through that paddle so that it would have no resistance on its journey to my behind. None. And I completely remember the first one stung so bad, and the next one lifted me up off the ground. The third one I was numb, so it didn't really matter. But I tell you what, I learned my lesson, and I shut up, and I paid attention in class, and I still was not good at math. But that doesn't matter. The point is, it made me think, it made me understand authority, uh, the authority in my life. I needed to respect that authority. And I tell you what, I have a whole history. We'll talk about it some other time on another show, but I have a whole history uh, of, of why that came to be, why I had an authority issue. Okay, Maybe it could have been my parents' divorce when I was five, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I didn't have that, uh, that strong male figure in my home. Okay, And I get it. There were reasons for, for that uh, to take place. But the bottom line is, we are seeing uh, these Antifa numbskulls out there collectively, if you've ever seen them, they're, they're probably some of the weakest beta humans that you've ever seen in your life. They take off the mask, and, and you know, I, I personally, if they just w- took off all their masks and walked down the street, everybody would flee. I mean, it would, the cops would run. I, don't, I, I really think that there's something to that. I've seen their headshots uh, they're, they're, you know, from being arrested, and they are not—these <clears throat> humans are absolutely— uh, human debris. And listen, you can be poor, you don't have to be dirty. But these people are as dirty inside as they look outside. And it's sad, doesn't have to be that way, does not have to be that way. These are choices they're making. This is the life they've chosen to live, and they have a choice, but they've made it. And they're living it. So don't feel too sorry for them. I'm sure they have a story, but so do I. So do you. And it's choices that we've made that's gotten us where we are absolutely sitting in the seat or standing uh, behind the desk of where you are right now today. Every choice you've ever made. And you're going to make more choices, and some are going to be good, some are going to be bad. But uh, let me tell you, with God in your life, those choices become easier to make on the good side that result in good things, that result in benefiting uh, yourself and, most importantly, and more importantly, others and others around you. So these people need God in their life. Yes, we should be praying for them. <clears throat> but let me tell you, we're not supposed to sit back and let them just run all over us either. No, heck no. So Bill Clinton, you know, he made some choices, didn't he? And these choices led him all the way to where he is right now. By the way, everybody, Hillary Clinton goes, on, goes to court September 9th. Keep that in mind. Let's, start, let's keep an eye on that. Conservative media, you won't hear about it anywhere else. Conservative media... Hillary going to court September 9th. She's going to pay for what she did. She's going to pay for those emails being uh, put up in her locker unprotected so that the Chinese could be uh, sending money to the Clinton Foundation. It is going to be crazy between here and November, and then after November, who knows? We'll see. But uh, be praying heavily for our people, our country, our leaders. Uh, Pray for our president, everybody. Be on your knees in prayer. All 
right, we're going to wrap this up. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. But one, one last story. I've got to mention this. Ryan, this is great news. Great Ooh. news. I love it. The NBA and Major League, League Baseball, uh, you know what they were doing, right? They were kneeling. So uh, they were kneeling before the games. Uh, so I think they've created a new national anthem that they've played for the you know Black Lives Matter, whatever. They're oh my gosh, they're really bowing down to all of this uh, uh, Marxist garbage. And the NBA and Major League Baseball, uh, okay, you have a fifty percent chance of getting this right, Ryan. Do you believe that their TV ratings have gone up uh-huh. or down? Okay, now you, you, uh, the odds are in your favor. Uh, uh, I think that if I'm going to be honest, all right, come on, let's be, be quick. Be, because come on, is the, it, is, are the they going up or down? Inequality uh-huh. and and the race. Everyone should be excited. America is all, all about this. People in the whole world, I think ratings have gone up, up. because yes, they, way Agreed. up, way yeah. up. Because there's yeah. a revolution, baby, oh. revolution. Oh yeah, and everybody's on board with the revolution, Ryan. Everybody's on board with this, so uh, you're wrong. What? Ratings went down. They crashed. They absolutely no! are in the tank. And hallelujah, good. Okay. I'm done with the NBA. I'm done with Major League Me Baseball. Too. And I'm done with the NFL. You know what I just saw? And I hope this is a result of all of this garbage. I don't know if it is. I'm going to watch it in the news. Keep an eye on it. But The Rock just purchased the XFL. I saw. And if he, yeah, if he, if he's it, coming right? in to say, "All right, enough of this garbage." Now I'm a little, I'm a little hesitant he's not because real conservative, I no, is he? he's not. But I don't know what he's up to. I, I, I'm hoping he says, "All right, we're not doing any of this garbage. We're going to be patriotic and we're going to play football." I hope that's what he's up to. Me too. If he, if not, it'll go in the tank like everything else. It'll be a bad investment, and I'm sorry, but I'm hoping. That common sense rules the day with that guy. I've seen him do a lot of good things, but uh, then again, I have seen him join in on some of the social issues that I disagree with. Well, let's just keep, let's just see though. I want to bank on the side. He's got a daughter, a couple of daughters, I think, or, or a daughter. Anyway, he's got his, uh, his wonderful wife, and and I, I know I think a, a couple of daughters, if not one daughter, I know that for sure. But I'm hoping this is a good move. I'm hoping that he, that he does the right thing, and he's doing this as an opportunity to basically say football, because the NFL, I'm not watching a single game. See you later. I'm done. NBA, who cares? Major League Baseball, who cares? Yawn. I'm done with it all, because these guys are all bowing down. Now, for those that aren't, we're backing you, and I'm sorry your profession is taking you down with them. Uh, we'll see what happens, but maybe you guys will end up making, you know, uh, uh, you know, seventy-five thousand bucks a year to play a game, and there'll be more like uh, real life. All right, because that's that's probably what some of you deserve, uh, if if not less. So uh, Kaepernick uh, uh, started something, and little did he know it's going to come back to, to, uh, around to to bite a lot of uh, people that he thinks is helping. It's an absolute joke. This whole thing is a Marxist opportunity for them to grab hold of the freedom and liberties that we have and take them away as much as possible. Remember, the devil has generational time. He's doing things slowly, incrementally. Remember, the Chinese have a thousand-year plan. Huh? What's our plan? Okay, we don't think that way, but they certainly do. That communist, godless society absolutely is all about control, and they do, in fact, have a thousand-year plan to take over the world. So, everybody, thank you for joining us on JP's Political Matrix. I'm so excited that we were able to drop a show. We've got a lot, had a lot going on with the COVID and with things in the past few weeks, but we are back, and we'll be dropping shows on Tuesdays. Excited to be here. You guys... Remember, keep God first. Godspeed. JP's Political Matrix is a cross-global media radio production. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash jp.